Hello, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. And we're, and we're the, the Fashion, fashion geeks. geeks. Trying to make New York. And the world. Well, New York is the world. A little flyer, one outfit. And podcast. At a time. Welcome to another episode. It's a new one. <laughs> I don't think it's dramatic. I'm not trying to bring the drama. Oh, sometimes there got to be some drama. No, I, I have no need for that. It it's is... fashion. There's always drama in fashion. Yes, I guess. Yeah. I guess in the forefront or behind the scenes. But my point is there's no drama here. No. Because we're the fashion geeks. Yes. I'm your host, Reg. To I... my side is my co-host, fashion geek number two. Hi, I'm Tiffany Minitel Shriba. <laughs> number two. Wow. Number Two. Yeah, I was good. Oh, now you sound was like that? Al- now you sound like Alan Shepard. Yeah, I'm trying to. With, the, you need some with my boy Je- Derek Jeter's number. Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh, that's good. Very good. <laughs> well, I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah, so am I. So welcome to the ride, everyone. I'm sure we have a lot to talk about. We have something special. We're not going to talk about it right now. That's nope. a tease. Yeah, that's a. That means you got to stay tuned. Well, just listen from the beginning to the end. It's worth it. Always worth it. Every episode. <laughs> and definitely check out our other episodes. If you're just if you're just introducing yourself to us, we have a lot of history. Uh, so check out our other episodes. This is our episode 17. Well, that's very flattering. I, I feel we have a brief history, but it's oh, a valid history. It's, it, a, it's worth listening to. It is. It's, all, it's all going on a year of gen- genesis of this podcast. You know that, right? I did not realize yeah, that. Yeah. You know, it started over drinks. Martinis. <laughs> Two for one martinis at our favorite favorite spot yes, in Manhattan. Yes, that's true. And that's uh, true. yeah, it's coming on almost a year when we started talking about doing this. So it's significant. Oh, well, I, I, I appreciate that. So haven't seen in a while. It's a nice sunny day here at our studio. Oh, yes. And we're recording during the day, which doesn't happen no, often. Generally, it's a nocturnal podcast. Yes, yes. But the problem is this job of mine. <laughs> It's not a problem to have a job. Not a problem to have a job at all. And I don't want to seem ungrateful. Exactly. Uh, And it's a lot of work. It started off as part-time. Right. Three days a week. Now they've shifted me up to four days a week. And it's daytime. You know, I used to be, you know, I used to run businesses in the evening, bars and restaurants for 22 years. I never got up before noon. And I tell you, I, I... I love the work. The work is great. I'm working for a not-for-profit. We're working on a big gala event. Nice. And, uh, and that's great. It's just the mornings, getting up in the mornings. I, I, 7 o'clock in the morning is hard. Really? I know I have. I'm like, I'm speaking on deaf ear. You guys, I know I like, y'all have been I doing like it for up, years. I like to get up early. Yeah. Even yeah. if I'm doing nothing. Right? For I at least a weekday. There is beauty in the mornings. You got, there I mean, really is. That's how I grew up. You got you got to get stuff done. Yes, that's true. But by the end of the day, after work, and I work, I don't even I eat lunch at my desk. I don't really take time off during the day. I'm, work, I'm, I'm working eight, nine, ten hours a day Seriously? on this job, and I get home, and you know, normally we, rec- we record after work. Sure. During the during the week, and I just this week I was like, oh, I'm dying. I can't. I can't. So here we are on a lovely Saturday afternoon after I got to sleep in. <laughs> and I've had four espressos, so I'm ready oh to go. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense now, just watching you. Yes. And I caught up on all your Instagrams. You, uh, Reg likes to send me little Instagram posts of things that he finds interesting fashion-wise. And one of them, I was like, he asked me if I wanted to go to an event. 
We should. Well, it's, it, a, it's like a stand-in. It's a temporary residency. Yes. Uh, Louis Vuitton's Men's New York uh, temporary residency at Chrome Hearts on Washington. Yes. Um, with the man. With the man. Virgil Abloh. And uh, it started January 10th for a limited time. And I love how they say limited time. What does that mean? That means that, we, they need, sell we, out, that means we need to get there. I know you want me to go with you. I mean, if you don't, that's fine. I'll, I'll go Doho. But I looked at Doho. Dolo. Dolo. Going for Dolo. All right. If I do not go with you. You're going to? Go by myself. Okay. Clear that up for some of our listeners. Clear it up for you because my producer (laughs) nodded his head in the scent. He understood exactly what I was talking about. Um, I looked at this Instagram post and I found that the the reply is very interesting because the first thing I said when I look at this and I go, you know, we do a podcast for fashion for the everyday man. And this is Louis Vuitton. LV. And this is, uh, Virgil Abloh designing for Louis Vuitton. I mean, this is high end stuff. How is this for the everyday man? How do you, how do you decide that? Sure. Everything is left up to subjectivity. So it really is about my client and what he's about, what his interests are, and more importantly, what his budget is. So, I mean, let's just go back and understand the history of Louis Vuitton. We're talking about steamer trunks, luggage, bags. Practical stuff. Exactly. That people need. For needed. the well healed for the well healed traveler. On, on not for the proletariat. No. On trains and uh ships. Exactly. So now we fast forward in, in that epoch of time between then and now. Obviously bags, luggage, still extremely important. But gear has been a, a mainstay for the brand for quite a while. I'm just really impressed with the ascendancy. Of Mr. Abloh. Mm. I mean, this just, from an African-American standpoint, right. this is just, it's powerful. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps. Another great collaboration between a big brand, big brand house and an African-American designer. He has a, he has a great vision and I'm really curious about seeing it. So, but to not stray from the point, if an individual has an interest in a budget, then Louis V is going to be for that particular client. Huh. I, I don't. I don't envision it to be incongruous to everything that we've talked about, episode wise. Okay. Not at all. One of the comments was, uh, "They heard that you couldn't get upstairs unless you had a thirty k budget for a chair." <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. Really? <laughs> yeah. So we can go, but you're going to need an appointment if you want to go up the stairs. I just <laughs> big shout out to Manuel Style. He's gonna he's gonna grace us one day. Woo-woo! But I saw him I saw him on his on his feed on Insta and that really struck my interest. I even just wanna go down Fifth Avenue and see the Louis V store just mm. to see these incredible graphics. Just right. just everything. So I follow Virgil on Insta and I've seen a little bit of behind the scenes. So I'm just really I'm just really curious. Okay. Eager, eager and curious. But let's not get this twisted. All these high-end names that were, that, well, the high-end names I'm going to utter, whether it's Louis Vuitton, whether it's Tom Ford, whether it's Hermes, all these can be incorporated in the everyday man's deeds. Absolutely. Because you know how to find it at an affordable price. 
Yes. That's part of your skill. <laughs> part of your skill. All the time. Yes, it is. Uh, and I appreciate that. But it's just about what do you want to accomplish? That's why I would say it's a consultancy. Mm-hmm. So what are your goals in your look? And if you always wanted to have a Louis Vuitton messenger bag, then that's going to be part of your steez and that's going to become your everyday. So, all right, there we go. We have an expanded uh, definition of the everyday man. Very nice. Thanks, Reg. You're welcome. All right. So, are we ready to hop into our surprise for the episode? Yes. Why not? (laughs) Why not? No, I'm just like, we've been working on this, working on this, wondering when we were ready to do this. And? We're ready. And now we're ready. All right, so uh, our, our fashion hero section is being preempted today by our So What Do You Do insert. So what do you do? But but to be clear, this is our very first phone-in guest. Yes. Not live, face-to-face. We're doing it through this technology thing. Which is so cool, so new, and... Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's new, Tiff. Well, don't, don't play well, us out. Us, Please, to no, us. No, no, don't play us out here. <laughs> uh, I've had many a call from a person. It's just about us doing it for the podcast. Correct. Well, it's new to me. No, okay. That's... <laughs> Please, don't play us out. Okay. We must remain relevant. All right. We, we will be. We about Virgil Abloh. Like, please. <laughs> well, listen, we can be relevant by, you know, going old school and then going new school and combining the two. And uh, boom, we, we are current and we are um, reminiscent. All right. Let's dial this boy in. <laughs> So what do you so what do you, so what do you do? <laughs> Our guest today is Taye Awalabi. Did I pronounce that right, Taye? Yeah, I mean I'm Nigerian, so like the real pronunciation of my name is Taye, but I mean everybody calls me Ty, so that's just what that's what stuck is Ty, but all right, and the last name did I did I mess that up or? A wallaby, a wallaby, a wallaby. I put the emphasis yeah. on the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, uh, do that. What's the last name again? A wallaby, a wallaby. Yeah, brother just came in right smooth. Did it, Taya? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And you are the chief executive officer and public relations manager of. The brand, The Lucky Ones. Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, All right. Am. And this brand launched in uh, March March of 2015. Is that correct? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. March 2015. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Who are uh, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm Ty <laughs> Wallaby. You know, I'm uh, 25 years old. I'm a twin. I have a twin sister. Wow. Uh, 25? Yeah. yeah, 25 years old. Yeah. I'll be 26 in March. So You've, you've done a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just try to be consistent and, and grow in any way I can. You know, um, one thing that's very peculiar about me is I am a Christian, so I do believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Right. So I'm, I, I'm I saw faith- that all over your Instagram for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm a very faith-based person. I just, I just believe that God and Jesus is the is the key to to life. And um, you have to be grateful. You know, I put a post up on Facebook. Um, the fact that you you know you have you have arms that you can use your arms to to move you have legs to walk 
you know, when you go to sleep, you know, how do you wake up? It's, it's not even your alarm that wakes you up. It's, it's the grace of God that, that allows you to wake up and go to work and do the things you need to do, you know? Um, money is everything, but, you know, life is more important than money. And without life, which comes from God, you're nothing. So God is very important, you know? Okay. Now, is that the, the basis of uh, the name of your brand, your clothing brand, The Lucky Ones? Yeah. So The Lucky Ones name came from um, a song of Lecrae. I don't know if you guys know who Lecrae is. Um, Lecrae is very big. He's a Grammy-nominated, Grammy-winning um, rap artist. He's in the, he's a faith-based rap artist, okay. um, the owner of his uh, record label, Reach Records. And um, he has a song called The Lucky Ones. And wow. the song... The song is about how, you know, we're all peculiar, we're unique, you know, we're looked at as the light uh, in God's eyes and how we're, you know, we're made to be special. And um, I just, I was with my partners, you know, at the time when we were establishing the brand and I said, you know what, let's, let's call this, this, this brand, the lucky ones, you know, the name is nice and has a meaning towards it. You know, we want people to know that they're, they're peculiar, they're unique, you know, there's, there's something different about you. That makes you special in this world. So, and 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 you're looked at in God's eyes as beautiful, you know. So that's what what makes you a lucky one, you know. Right. And your brand, I like the brand. Uh, your brand has a message. You guys, your your clothing line, the whole brand. Uh, yes. And I love the tagline on your website: "Live well, look well, feel well." That's yeah. great. Yeah. And the logo is is awesome. I, I'm wearing. By the way, I'm wearing your black hoodie right now. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> no, thank you for sending it. That was very kind. No problem, no problem, of course, of course. It looks great, the big logo. It, it pops. And it took me a minute, but I could could see the T-L and the O. I was like, oh, yeah, this is so clever, yeah. the way you did it. Yeah, yeah, you got to really look into it. It can be like a maze sometimes, but it's, it's symbolic, yeah. It's yeah, symbolic. that is true. It does look maze-like. Does that refer to the maze of life, or would you say, or uh, am just, I way off base here? <laughs> <laughs> am I just you making stuff up? In that sense, but I mean, when, when we got the logo, it really, it's just how it puts the T, the L, and the O, the initials of the name together, but it's kind of a, a mysterious way how it, it's all kind of interconnected so you really have to look at it you know mm, and yes. i think that's what give the logo um a kind of potential is you really have to look at it i i talked to a kid when i went to um, my school orientation and he said this logo is really nice it could be it could, it's a logo i could get a tattoo of so you know people really like the logo oh wow that does look good with the tattoo as a tattoo yeah. it would now ty this is essentially because it's 2019 yeah this essentially is the hoodies or essentially first generation of the brand. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, you can say that, yeah. Yeah, because it because it reads let me let me just paint a picture clearer for the listeners. So on one sleeve you have two thousand fifteen and I'm like, okay. Yeah, in well, Roman numerals. Right. So, so that that symbolizes the year we started the brand. Yeah, we exactly. always we always be symbolic. Yeah. Exactly. So my point is we this is the this is the OG hoodie for your brand, essentially. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's very thick fabric, very quality, very nice. Thank you, thank you. I'm getting warm up in here wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, and from this, so you guys started, this is, I read from your website that you guys started really uh, as an athletic-based brand, 
because you wanted you had a message. You wanted to uh, to promote a positive lifestyle. Yeah, uh, healthy. Helping people focus on becoming better versions of themselves through, I guess, yeah. health and fitness. Is that right? Is that why you were th- athletic based? Yes, yes. That's why we we started off with um, athletic. Actually, the first the first thing we ever came out with um, the athletic version that was like the first photo shoot we did. Okay. But um, at the time when it was when you know the team and I we were we were very um, we were very focused into you know healthy living positivity. You know, we felt like you know people should live a healthy lifestyle and keep their bodies in shape and everything. So that's why the athletic uh, proportion of the of business came into play. But the first thing we did come out with were joggers. We did that shoot in the beach, uh, the four co-owners. Uh, we, did a, we did a little photo shoot at the beach wearing uh, the gray joggers and the black joggers. And I think we ordered like 35 pairs of, and those sold out in like two and a half weeks. So that was, that was our first like little breakthrough in the, in the business. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, now you're you're based out of New England, correct? You're in Mass right now, correct? No, I'm. Yeah, that's where the business is established, and that's where it came from. I'm actually right now in Texas. I moved to Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so I, you I'm got some nice balmy weather down there right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not a lot. I, I've I've been in Boston my whole life, so I know I know how it is. You know, right? like in the time it's twenty twenty ten degrees, blizzards. You know, off and on. So I know how it is, but. Here in Texas, it's 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 a it's much different. You know, you you see like forty degrees weather, maybe thirty degrees weather here and there, and there's there's absolutely no snow. So, in my eyes, in my point of view, the weather's a little more favorable uh, down here. I was going to ask you if you miss you miss the New England uh, winters. <laughs> no, I, I honestly I don't. <laughs> well, your hoodie, your athletic apparel is perfect for the New England weather. I wore it like today with the uh, leggings, and I'm wearing my uh, multi-strand pearls. Going, you know, I gotta I gotta do my pearl thing whenever I wear whatever I wear. Essentially, she's she's doing ghetto fab right now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's how she's that's how she's representing. I wore my black cashmere coat over the black hoodie and my black. Uh, you can't see it, but it's like rattleskin sort of damp print leggings that okay. I just purchased um, in a big old shopping spree that I went on. So And black sunglasses, just a whole, it's a whole hey, thing. However, yeah. However, however she puts it together, she makes it happen. So it was, it's my style. I can wear whatever I want, right? That's, the, that's, that's your style. Be creative with it, of course. But nice. And, nice. and speaking of style, so uh, let's fast forward from 2015 to now on your website. You have a luxury collection. Like yes, that's we do. that's real designer stuff right there. The, yeah, the yeah, luxury I, collection. I, yeah, I'll talk about my partner. His name is Marvel Blue. He's a, he's a he's the owner as well, and he's a he's the designer of the team. And so you know, for a long stretch of time, we came out with the luxury collection, um, uh, distributed and uh, promoted at uh, fashion shows. And um, you know, he likes to design, make designs off of um, African cultured print um using different fabrics um a lot of dresses were designed too he just announced recently that he will not be making dresses now because oh. right now right now we're just focused on you know the casual streetwear you know the joggers the hoodies the shirts you know um in the winter time we didn't come out with it this year but we have in the previous years the winter beanies just the casual the the, the you know the, the sweatshirts just the casual wear right streetwear is what we're focused on right now okay um, maybe we might come out with dresses in the future, but right now that's just put on a hold. So, but he has, we have that luxury collection where it's come up. Uh, we've we've uh, come out with 
uh, with uh, dresses and, and nice blouses and two-piece sets and skirts and, and all that stuff. Yeah, he goes, he goes wild with it. I noticed on your website that you, uh, that you have taken part in a couple of fashion shows. Are you going to be presenting in anything coming up anytime soon? Yeah, there's uh we have a Wentworth College fashion show. That's that's more in New England, um in the in the Boston area, um for for a college. And then there's a Curry College as well too. Um, so those are those are the fashion shows we're looking to right now. We do a lot of college shows. Um, uh, you know they allow us to do pop up shops there. Um, it, it gives us the, a chance to um, approach our market target. Yes. With the, you know the audience of the college kids, the youth. Uh, looking at our clothing and, and uh, you know, hopefully purchasing it and liking it, and um, also to showcase at fashion shows as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. You guys have really targeted your. I know when I was in college, I spent pretty much most of my days in hoodies and sweatpants. I mean, that's yeah. that's the way I existed because it was comfortable. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> what is that? I'm sorry, I clearly did not do that. <laughs> No, Reg over here. He's, you know, I, he always wears the suits, but on the weekends he sort of relaxes a little bit with a jacket. I'm very casual today, Ty. Yeah, I, I, see, I see that. On, yeah, I see that on his page. He dresses professional. It's, it's nice. I appreciate like, that. Now to let you know, I have rocked your hoodie, and I oh. have photo proof. I just didn't wear it for the taping because I had uh, an appointment prior to the recording. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I have, I have a sport jacket on. I have no shame. And my point is, no, in, in college, listen, clearly I'm aware of what a hooded sweatshirt is. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I'll probably wear mine out before Reg's. His will look brand new every time he wears it. <laughs> that is true. That, that is true. But I did enjoy it, and it, it took me nice. back, back in time. But I, I want to I ask a related question to what Tiffany did. I've been really curious. It's, it's a two-parter, tie. One – how have your sales been derived from? Has it strictly been online or are you in some stores? I know you mentioned the pop-up shops. But then number two, who really is the clientele? You've hinted at it, but I just want, I just want greater clarity. So, I mean, like the, def- the demographic target um, is, you know, you, it's unisex. So it's boys and girls, males and females. Age from age 16, I want to say 16 years old to 30 years old. That's like our main target. Um, the, what was your other question? Yeah. So based on, um, what was the other question again? Well, well, let's go to the first question. First question is, where have your sales generally been derived? Has it strictly been online? Has it been through the pop-up, you know, pop-up shops that you've mentioned? You know, just, just tell me, you know, how, how are you selling your merch? Yeah, right now it's it's physically through the pop up shops that we have at different events and at fashion shows. Um, there will be times where we'll have an online sale here and there, just through you know um, marketing on social media, where I'll you know like I'll promote I'll promote the um, the sweatshirts and the hoodies you know on Facebook and on Instagram at a regular basis, and then there'll be times where I individually find different people to show it to, and then build a, a um, conversation from there. And then they'll purchase it from there. But right now, the majority is is like physical sales, you know, like just people people buying it at the pop up shop and at and at the uh, at the events at pop up shops. One thing I read is that uh, some of your merchandise is handmade or made to order. Is that correct? Um, yeah, a lot of the luxury collection was handmade. Um, 
he he also like my partner he had the designer he has the heat press machine and the the vinyl machine at his at his house so mm. yeah so it, it it's a great way when you start a business to really invest and think about that because you don't want to you don't want to waste too much money always sending it to a manufacturer or a company who can do the print screen yourself because they're going to charge you more. So if you buy the heat press machine and the vinyl machine and get those tools, you know, in your home, you're, you're actually saving a bit of money. Yeah, it, it, it will be a little time consuming to design the products, but you got to think of it this way. You're saving money. So, right. you know, uh, we did that for a while. There are times like um, the jackets that we came out with, um, the, the three design jackets, those we didn't design handmade those were designed overseas um in congo in africa so okay yeah so you provided work for for people in congo is that was that the purpose yeah yeah. Yeah. there's some tailors there that work he's a tailor and he works in a uh, manufacturing company so that was a connection through him and then he got it to his his company and they they finessed it and they made you know uh multiple different design jackets for us we sent them the fabric they put it together then they shipped it back to us and we were able to come out with the jackets for this winter. Awesome. And I saw those jackets online. They're like, they're featured. The, yes. uh, the, 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 uh, arms, the sleeves are different from the body of the, uh, of the jacket itself. Very nice. Very yeah. interesting. So yeah. I want to kind of take a step back. What led you and the three other founders to do this? Well, uh, I'll say right now, uh, it started out as four co-owners. Uh, right now it's just two. Um, the other two members just, uh, they, you know, they just departed ways. They just felt, uh, it wasn't something they wanted to do. And that's, that's understandable. You know, you can't, you can't, um, uh, get in anybody's uh, feelings or how they feel. You just have to, uh, cooperate with them. And we're still good friends. You know, we still talk here and there. I still talk to them, of course. So it's just me and Marvell, the other co-owners right now. And, um, I mean, what happened was we, before the lucky ones, we did. Uh, you probably know the business. It's called Amway. You guys heard of Amway? Oh right? yes, of course. My yeah. family. Uh, it's been a, been huge in my family in the way past. Okay, yeah, yeah. Amway. It's a good business. Um, uh, we we did it at the time. We were introduced to it by a, a guy named Kartik, and uh, he kind of mentored us for a little bit. But um, two of the co-owners at the time, Marvell and um Eddie, you know, they were in the car one day and um. As we were doing Amway, there was, I don't know, they were just losing passion for it. Um, me, I was in a position where, like, me, I don't like to, like, kind of, like, move uh, past things or give up on something. But I like to I like to stay with things. But I also wanted to, you know, be with my team and um, and move further with the clothing line. But uh, Eddie and Marvell were talking in the car. And, you know, they were talking about coming up with our clothing line, doing something with fashion. You know, it would be big. So they pitched the idea to me. And, you know, I was with it. I said, yeah, I said, what about Amway? They said, I think this is better. This is something that, that you know, that'll prosper and, and, and it's something we can have fun with. And obviously, you know, as a young kid, you're into fashion, of course. I was into fashion, too. So it's something that's been in my mind as well. So then we pitched the idea to a Sosa who was in school in uh, Illinois. And that's why we kind of just departed from Amway and then uh, established the lucky one. So that's kind of how it happened. Nice. That's a great yeah. story. Yeah. Because I, I, what I know about Amway, it, it's wonderful what they do about teaching you how to run your own business. You learn yeah. a lot about doing business uh, through Amway. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Amway, Amway's a good business. I, actually, at school, there's a there's a kid, a young kid, 
who's in my class, a good friend of mine, Brandon, he just told, I asked him, you know, I always ask kids, you know, what are you doing? Cause I want to, I want to know, you know, if they're into something. And he said, you know, um, I might be starting this thing called Amway. And I told him, yeah, that's a good business. I was in it, uh, at an early stage in, in my life and, uh, it's a good business. And he was motivated, you know, going to conventions and, you know, seeing the millionaires talk to you and yeah. how they get you and how to do stuff. So those are motivating conventions for sure. Yeah, they're motivating. <laughs> you know, I just, I just told them, you know, when you do it, you know, um, any business you do, just, uh, try to, try to stay with it. And, uh, and, you know, God will help you, man, to make the right choices and you'll, you'll prosper, you know, just, just, uh, stay with it and work hard and, you know, be, uh, productive any way you can. So now Todd, do you feel there's somewhat of a seasonality with the offerings of your brand since it's relying on, on the college circuit, so to speak? What do you mean by uh, the power circuits? Like, no, the college, like the, the college, schools, college circuit. Yeah. With the college, with the college circuit. Um, I feel, I feel right now, as we're focusing on the casual wear, like I said, the street wear, I think that's, that's going to, um, that's going to help us to reach, to reach the schools, especially the kids at, at the schools. Um, the stuff that we're coming out with now, you know, like the hoodies, the, the shirts, like we have, um, I'll just tell you guys, we have shirts, like different design shirts coming out for the spring. Um, uh, a crop top, a crop top for the spring, just for the females, you know, uh, coming out this spring. So I feel like the college kids can really adapt to, to the stuff that, uh, we're coming out with right now and that we're focused on, you know, for, for the time to come. I really feel like, uh, it's, it's an influential market the way we're, um, distributing the clothes that we have right now. Do you see drop in, do you see a drop in sales when, when school is out? Yeah. I mean, that's really my point. So you have, you have fall semester, you have spring semester. What happens in the summer? Yeah, in the summer, in the summer, there is a, a little bit of drop in sales. Like, I, yeah, like me and my partner were talking about that. Like our best, our best, like the the best time we have a, a, a large engagement with sales is around this time, like, you know, December, January, the new year, January, February, March. So we still have, we still have sales, you know, throughout the year, but they do significantly drop in this, the, like, I want to say the spring and, and the summer, you know. Oh, you guys got to come out with a resort wear collection yeah. now. <laughs> we, do, we, do, we do. I didn't hear anything about a romper. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, we need rompers. Rompers are <laughs> amazing. Top, so I'm like, hey, you know, let's let's balance this out. <laughs> right? Yeah. Rompers yeah. and jumpers. You got to do them. <laughs> yeah, that, those are some ideas. Definitely, I'll, I'll pitch it to my partner. We'll see. We'll see what we can make happen. I want to get back to to your piety as a Christian, coming from a Christian. Yeah. So what was what was the motivation for you to cite 2 Corinthians 5-7? Because, you know, obviously the whole thing about Corinthians is, you know, it's from the Apostle Paul. Yes, yes. It's his, it's, it's, it's his letters uh, to those individuals. And... You know, let me, as opposed to like kind of going in circles, let me, you know, let me make it clear, you know, for the listening audience about what I'm talking about. So, ladies and gentlemen, on the other sleeve of the hoodie, it reads, walk by faith, not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And I'm literally just going to read that. And it reads, for we walk by faith, not by sight. 
So I'm yeah. just really curious, you know, in the beginning of this interview, as we're coming to a close now, you talked about being a person of serious faith. So I'm just curious about the inspiration, the selection of that verse. Break it down. Yeah, I mean, uh, I pitched to my partner, you know, uh, we're going to put a faith-based verse on, on the sleeve, something to glorify God and, um, and give people a sense of hope in their faith as well. So, um, you know, we, we pitched out the different phrases, you know, um, his glory alone, uh, that was too broad. Um, what was the other one? Uh, uh, walk through the valley of the shadow of death, fear no evil. That was kind of too long. So, uh, we came up and we, we've used walk by faith, not by sight before. So we decided to use it again. And, you know, that, that verse alone, it, when you read the verse, you know, it, it really distinguishes life. It explains life. You know, you don't go by what you see. You know, faith, having faith is not, is not going by what you see. It's going by what, what, what's invisible to you, what, what you believe is going to happen to you. And, you know, faith is, you know, described as not really just believing in something, but if you, if you really think, if you really go into it, faith is really believing in Jesus, believing in God, that what you're hoping for will come to pass. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when we, we walk by faith, not by sight, it's to believe, you know, don't look at, sometimes people, people can lose, you know, have discouragement or lose hope by, by little things, you know, looking, looking at, you know, maybe their bank account is low or, you know, they didn't get, they didn't get the position they were hoping for, you know, don't, don't lose courage because something didn't happen, you know, have faith and, 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 you know, believe that, you know, God will, 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 will bless you and will help you out, you know, through your journey and, and will put you in a position that not only will where you want it to be, but it'll surprise you. You know, I believe I believe that's the key thing people don't know about faith is, you know, when you have faith for something, when you're believing for one or two things. And because you because throughout the time process, you kept faith in God and you believe, you know, God is a God who surprises, you know what you know, what's a miracle? A miracle is something that, you know, science can't explain. It's something that only only can be explained by God. It's something that God does that surprises you, you know. God is a God, you know, who surprises people. And, um, you know, when you have faith, you know, you were hoping, you were hoping for this, you were hoping for that. God will surprise you 20 times more than what you were hoping for. So, you know, don't live by what you see or what's going on in the present. But, you know, throughout your present, you know, have faith, you know. Believe. Yeah, believe. Keep Just like believing. you had to do in, in this clothing brand, this business. You have to believe. You have to have faith. That's how you move forward. Yeah, you can't look at the present. You can't look at what's going on, this, this, and that. We're not doing this. And then, you know, um, like I said, you know, me and my partner, we're very, we're very self-driven. So, you know, I just, I just feel like, you know, I mean, even when you talk to people, you know, they, they'll tell you, don't give up, you know, don't give up, just keep going. Right. I watched, um, I watched a video on Instagram. It was DJ Khaled. Um, and I was watching, you know, DJ Khaled, uh, he has inspirational videos and he, he, he mentioned, he said, you know, don't give up. You know, I don't know who this message is for, but don't give up. Keep going. Keep doing it. Keep pushing forward. You know, don't stop. That's the one thing you don't want to do is stop. Don't stop. Keep going. So, um, you know, that just being in business, is it's taught me that, you know, you're in it. You know, I feel like when you start a business and you're in it, it's like, why, you know, why would you want to, you know, give up or, you know, stop? Right. You can't, you gotta, you gotta keep going because you already invested your, your money into it. You already invested time into it. 
you know? Things may not be as where you want it to be now, but you got to keep going, you know? Some people run to the finish line. Some people can skip to the finish line. Some people have to cross to the finish line. But as long as you get there, you're good, you know? So you just, you just, yeah, just don't give up. And that, I hope, you know, people hearing this can, uh, that are in a business or they want to start a business is don't give up, you know? Human beings are, are you know, very uh, special people, you know? Our brains are, are made by God. And, and any idea you can think of into your business is going to be productive, you know? Human no, beings certainly. are, yeah, human beings are very special, you know, very smart, smart people. You don't want to ever, you know, think of yourself as, oh, I can't start a business because I can't think of this, think of that. I mean, yeah, you can, you know, you, you're a smart, you're a human being. You have a brain, you know, God gave you a brain. He gave you ways to think. 25 years old, people, 25 yeah. years old, yeah. taking it to church, Ty. Yeah, what a great message. So, and in, in this message in through your clothing line too, uh, I think uh, getting the word out uh, through fashion is unique and, yes. uh, and very, uh, very interesting, very interesting. And you're doing it. You're doing a great job. I have, I have one final question for you as we wrap up this interview. And we want to thank you very much for uh, making time for us today. Um, with our interviews, I always like to end on this question. And uh, the question is, what does the word fly mean to you? The word fly. Because you know our hashtag is always be fly. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I see that. The word fly. What does the word fly mean? Uh, fly means... It means it means two things. Can I can I say two things? Is that cool? Or you can say yeah. You can say whatever. You what does it mean? You no, know, obviously when you think of be fly, you know, obviously you want to being fly. Obviously you want to give up a sense of of you know yourself looking well in 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 other people's eyes. You want to uh, look at yourself as being a positive influence to people. Nice. You know, nice. to be fly, being a positive influence. Um. What else? Looking good, being a positive influence, and also, you know, you know, being fly is helping others, you know, in, in the best way you can. Wow. You know, when, wow. when somebody looks at you and says, you know, he's fly, it doesn't necessarily mean he dresses nice or looks nice. That's one of the things, you know, you can say, oh, he, he's fly, you know, he dresses nice and looks nice. But it's not focused on that. It's also the way a person acts, you know. It's not all about the money the person has or how rich he is or how successful he is. It can be about how he treats other people, you know, how he or she treats other people. I you know, like that. I uh, like yeah. that a lot. That's great. Yeah. So that that's my definition of being fly is how you're perceived in, in, in the public, you know, how you're treating people, how your character is, you know, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. That's being and a little fly. bit about how you look. Exactly. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, that plays a factor in it too. Yeah. The human first. Yeah, of course. Of gotcha. Course. Yes. Brother, we got to move on. I really, really appreciate that we finally made this happen because I know we were going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, just trying to make it happen. Thank you guys so much. You know, God bless you guys. Thank you guys for having me. This is this is a blessing, honestly. And how can we how can we find the brand for our listeners again? Where yes, are you? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, the website uh, for the brand is www.theluckyones with a Z. And then dot com. So www.theluckyones with a Z and then dot com. And also our Instagram is at the lucky ones with the Z and then seven, 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 seven. 
So the lucky ones and then seven, 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 seven. What do the sevens mean? The seven simplifies, uh, you know, God's creation. You know, God created the world. Everything's ah. in seven days. He rested on the seventh day. So gotcha. the seven, everything's complete, you know? It's, it's complete. It's done. Yeah. And with that, we are complete. And we nice. are done. <laughs> Ty, thank you so much for the time. Thank you, Reg. Keep us, posted, so keep us posted what's going on. Obviously, we're on each other's Insta. And, uh, you know. Maybe a half a year, year from now. Why don't we have you back on so you can give us an update? Tell us how the brand has grown. Of course, of course, no problem. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, Reg. God bless you guys. Thank All you, All right, brother. Peace. All right, peace out, man. Bye. That was really cool. I thought so. Very young, nice experience. Young dude making it happen for himself. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Operating by faith. Right. For real. For real. I, I just it's it's a um, it's remarkable to me. No, you know, it, was, it, was really, it was really impressive. Where he is in his life and the message of the brand. Uh, and the fact that we had a call, our first call-in guest. That was pretty cool. Yes! <laughs> and you could do it. And we could do it. Now anybody is available to us. We prefer to have face-to-face interviews. But... But if you are not able to come into our studio... If you can't come down to the studio... We got us some modern technology. Exactly. Well <laughs> so said. if you're interested, hit us up on Instagram. Check us out. You know, you'll, you'll find us there. And you can let us know, hey, I'm interested in talking to you on your show. We can now open it up to the world. Not just the states, but the world. Oh, no doubt. We're worldwide. That's right. Worse. Now, let's move on because we got to keep things rolling, Reg. The next, yep. the next section. Uh, the next section is our... Uh, I must have it. I must I have must it, must have it. it. That is. So the, what the I must have it is, is a fashion item that Reg has deemed a necessary must-have item in uh, in your wardrobe. Right? Oh, uh, my wardrobe. In your wardrobe? Or <laughs> yeah. My, pretty much yeah, any man's my, wardrobe. Well, I guess. But, I mean, we're talking about me. It's I. Okay. Not right. they. We're getting real, real right and personal, Reg. What is no? Your... It's, it's it's merely vocabulary. What is your? I must have it. I need something with some British Millerine in it. Ooh, Millerine, or Millerine, as the French say. Uh, I love that word. I don't know why. I love that word. It's a cool. It's a cool word. It's a super cool word. And I like so to say Millerine. So let's talk about it. What is Millerine? What is it? Well, way back in the day. When ships were sailing, you had these sails, and they had to protect them. Sails were made out of cotton, canvas. So one of the ways they were protecting them, I forget the actual method. I mean, I'm not English. Linseed oil. Right, linseed. But the thing about the linseed, linseed was cool, but linseed couldn't stand the test of time, so to speak. Nope, it would brown, and it would crack. Right, right, exactly. But this other group of individuals that we're talking about use paraffin. Yes. 
And that was the secret ticket, the secret ingredient, really. Right. And it's called, it's basically waxed cotton. Yes. And it's, uh, you know, it's a way to make the sails on sailboats back in the day uh, work better because, you know, regular cotton, the air passes through, gets gets through, but you you put the oil over it and you're sort of closing the pores of, of, the, uh, of, the, of the weave and uh, the air can't pass through, so it moves the sailboat a little bit better. But... Because of the breakdown, it wasn't something that lasted, and they were constantly having to re-oil or remake sales and stuff like that. So the whole wax cotton thing came in, which is is totally brilliant, I think. Super brilliant. Waterproof. Uh, and the company, the company that did this, the first company uh, to ever come up with this idea, uh, was called uh, British Marine. And they did, um, they... It was a cotton finishing company. They weren't weavers, but the big weavers of the time for the sales uh, was Francis Webster Limited back in the day. And this is, we're talking 1700s. Um, so that's way back in the day. So they started sending their their fabrics to the British Mill Rain for this, this waxing process. Um, it's a paraffin-based wax. Uh, that's applied to the cotton, and I don't know the process. It is patented. Uh, at least four different patents I think they have on it from back in the day so that this process stays It's to this very day within the family. It's passed on from family to yeah. generation to generation. But what's interesting about this is um, in um, 1987, not too too long ago, British Milrain acquired required Francis Webster, the big company that was doing these sales and doing this kind of fabric and offering this fabric, and they expanded the supply of wax cotton into Europe and USA markets. So that's when we got the wax cotton. Now, we got wax cotton, but we don't really sell boats, Reg. No. So why do you need something with with British mill rain? Well... we don't live in New England like Taya used to, but I just feel we have four seasons here in the city, and when it rains, it pours. <laughs> like the other day, oh my God. There you go. So wouldn't it be nice to have a jacket with some British mill rain on it uh-huh. and just nail those drops and just going, psh, 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 just flying off your jacket? So that's what they use the fabric in, outerwear. And also, Reg, they make bags. They make Milrain bags. I'm aware of that, but I don't need <laughs> any more bags. You don't need bags. any Milrain bags? No, I don't need any more bags. <laughs> but they have pockets. The I, have, is- I actually have a waterproof bag. Yes, you do. Stutterheim in the house. Mm. It has pockets. <laughs> <laughs> pockets are important. And it's a tote, and I like it because I'm very ambivalent about totes. That's a conversation for another day. Well, the waterproofing of fabric has a genesis, and we now know, and it started with the British Mill Wayne with the waxed cotton. Ahoy! Always interesting to know. And and also another interesting thing, after they entered the USA markets, um, they're, 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 I guess, biggest buyers at the time they, where they really uh, – sort of entered into the market. Well, I know they do a lot of collabos. Uh, well, they did uh, country attire and motorcycle brands. What? And they were quick to adapt wax cotton because wow. if you're riding a motorcycle and it rains, you, you're going to get wet unless you're wearing some wax cotton. So, uh, and also with the country wear, you know, you're outside, you're hunting, you're, you know, doing whatever you do in the country. 
you can get uh, a lot of a lot of outerwear products made with this. And it all started with British Mill Rain. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you are fortunate enough to have one of these jackets or acquire one, based on my recommendation, over the years, you're going to need a little revitalization. So guess what? What? British Millerain's got this little cream. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. Go buy yourself a can. It looks like you're buying shoe polish. And a little dab will do you. That is awesome. That makes a lot of sense. The, the thing that pops in my mind are the dusters that the cowboys, you know, mm, the cowboys sure. in the Midwest wear, the, the ranchers. You know, they have the dusters with the... The uh, the long it's a long, long coat, yeah I like that and it's got the the, shoulders yeah uh, the extra I don't even I can't the, you know what I'm talking about the shoulder cover to it that's uh, that's made with wax cotton my friends and that keeps them dry when it's raining outside and they gotta rustle up the cows Ooh. <laughs> that's awesome Reg all right I didn't I wouldn't have never thought that you you needed an, you had a, that as a must have item yeah so. why not. Right. Shout out! Shout out to uh, Best Made Co because they do some jackets, they do some parkas and stuff. Oh, nice! With British Mill Rain, so, so you can you can get that. I mean, a lot of raincoats really don't have you know cool fashion to them or cool style. So this is an option. This is another option. Well, trench coat. Yeah, well, you're, the trench style. coat is your basic trench coat. Yeah, but style. That's style. It's all style for me. All right. Go get you one. I need one. <laughs> so let's move on to fashion word of the day. Fashion word, fashion word, word of, the day. of the day. All right, Reg. Yes. You'll be happy to know I only brought one word today. Oh, really? Yep. Why? Only one word. Oh, my gosh. I have decided exactly which word I'm going to use. So should I go first? Yeah, certainly. All right. So my this is where we, uh, just to go back, what we do is uh, Reg brings a word and I bring a word and we both challenge each other with our word, uh, you know, to, to, you know, hey, do you know the definition? Can you spell it? Can you use it in In a a sentence? sentence. (laughs) It's, I mean, what else? It's fun. Okay. All right. My word for you. Yes. Very easy. Sure. (laughs) Pleat. Pleat. Yes. P-L-E-A-T. Ding, 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 ding. It's a fold in the fabric. Yes, that is correct. It is. Uh, to, to, but, but to talk any, even further, it's a stitched and stitched, folded fold, fabric. Yeah, stitched, you got to right. have a stitch to yes. make it a pleat. Otherwise, it's just a crease. Right. No, that's true. <laughs> and it's a it's stitch and folded fabric that forms a permanent crease on pants. Um, pleats have fallen out of fashion, and I don't know if you've noticed It depends this. on who you're talking to. Well, where, my source, where I, I got my fashion word of the Your day, source. says uh, it's fallen out of fashion as they often make men's legs look wider than they actually are. Now, if you think about it, a tight, tight, tight pleat going down the center of pants um, is not a slimming thing. Who would have thought? I would have thought it would have been something, you know, that would be slimming. But I would like to argue that. Okay. So, I haven't used, I haven't done my sentence yet. So you have to remind me. Oh, but, I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on it. Well, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, majority of time, we're doing flat fronts. I love the flat fronts. I think they're more flattering. 
I have nothing against a flat front, but my man Edward Sexton will tell you from our previous episode. Listeners, check that one out. For example, someone like me who likes to utilize their pockets of their pants, flat front, not really good. No room. Not really good. So you can utilize a pleat, which then, for people who utilize their front pockets like myself, it compensates. It covers. Right. It's more more utility. It's a utility option. Certainly. But my point is it doesn't make your legs look bigger per se. I mean, you can have a narrow cut of the leg. I mean, you of all people, you're the seamstress. You can have a narrow cut of the leg and still have a seam. Right. That's what I said. I I would have... A pleat, pardon as, me, a as, a, as a seamstress, I would think that anything going down the center. But then again, I don't know. It just depends on the application. Here's my point. I have some suit material because I have this connect now out of the UK and I am waiting to have the proper collab with the tailor to utilize this suiting fabric. And are you going to get a pleat, Reg? Heck yeah. Not right now. And just, and just a single pleat. I mean, I could do a double too. I'll still be fly, but I'm doing a pleat. All right. It's going to be nice. So use it in a sentence. Oh, did you just use it in a sentence? I've been using it in sentences, but See? I will I will do no, a sp- that was well done, very clever. You used it over and over again. I very did. nice. Smooth. I like it. Hope I get extra bills on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Search the producer has noted your request. All right, bring it on, Reg. You're gonna trip me up, I know it. Every time I give you an easy one, you you, you bring in time. I am. I really am. But I'm gonna keep it simple because there are different ways to pronounce this word. Okay. So I'm going to keep it at its simplest and then remind me. I'm going to give you the alternative pronunciation. Okay. Blucher. Blucher. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. I think you're on a so, roll. You've tripped me up like three episodes now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who's counting? <laughs> In competition, I always count. Blucher. B-L-O-U-C-H-E-R? Oh, no. Oh, I know. You really were. Just a different vowel. A-R? No. I-R? No. O-R? I didn't say where it was. A-E-I-O-U. I just said you. And sometimes why. <laughs> All right, Reg. B-L-U-C-H-E-R. Oh, hello. Yeah. Just exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Are the other pronunciations Blucher? Bloucher. Bloucher. Yep. Okay. So what is it? It's a shoe with the tongue and vamp cut in one piece. Oh. With open laces. Oh, we saw. It's, it's pretty much a derby. Oh, okay. We saw a shoe like that when we went to. Um, what, Molly? Um, no. It Where? was a it was a launch of a collaboration with a, uh, a standing brand and uh, oh it's a while back anyway but yeah the the, the 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 salesperson showed us how the shoe was literally one piece of leather yes, attached Molly. to the sole the Bruno Molly event Bruno I, Molly, I said Molly yes, yes. Well, I, uh, when you said Molly I'm thinking M O L L Y right yes <laughs> all right okay the Molly got me nauseous Danny Brown what. Oh. It was a rap quote. Oh, okay. So I, uh, I I missed the spelling. Let me see if I can use it in a sentence. Sure. When I step out 
in my blue shirts. <laughs> I'm often tripping because they're really not made for me. <laughs> How was that? That was fine. This made me laugh with that pregnant pause. <laughs> It's called thinking on my feet. That's fine. Ladies Oh, wow. (laughs) Yipes. I still got it. You do. I have a pair, ladies and gentlemen, in dark gray. Barney's private label. Oh. And they are fly. Because you got to always be fly. Right, Rich? Well, yeah, if you say so. And uh, seeing as uh, we're already at a tagline, that's the end of this episode. (laughs) Yes, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you had fun and are down for another one. Please tell your friends about us. Special shout goes to our producer, Serge, and everyone down with the NYFG. And also to our guest, our phone-in guest. Yes, Taye of the Lucky Ones. I love that I love that Z at the end because yes. I'm a Pac fan. So I'm Very nice. Just made me think of all eyes on me. Makes it different, too. Makes it pop. I, I like that. So uh, where, can we find, where can our listeners find us, Rich? They can find us Insta? on the Insta. That's New York Fashion Geek. Um, also, you can always email us, too, if you have an idea or if something we say makes you go, oh, wait, blah, 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 I'm thinking of this. Blah, email us. Podcast at nyfashiongeek.com. Let us know your thoughts or, uh, you know, fashion word of the day that you want one of us to present to the other. You or want a consultation. You want to talk about podcasts. Just everything. Most importantly. Between the email and the DM. We got you covered. I'm very responsive. And thank you so much for listening. If you're first, if you're joining us for the first time, we got a lot more. Go listen to us. Go listen to the other episodes. Let us know what you think. And if you've been with us, thank you for continuing to ride with us. Ride or die. Right. I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. See you next time. And remember, always, always be fly. fly.